Hey, hey, marketingmoneypodcast.com, let's go. Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. That's just weird. Anyway, this is John Oxford. We are back from our trip to the ABA Marketing Conference in Nashville. And boy, did you miss it if you didn't see us there. 700 people, all just shiny and bright, ready to market the financial services. It was, sound like Sarah Palin, ready to market those things and you stuff. Don't, you don't sound anything like <laughs> John could see the marketing from his from my from his front porch. My front porch. Now everybody was excited. It was a good, it was a good show. Um, you know, I would challenge everybody that wasn't able to make it to see if we can break the record next year. Of course, it's a fantastic place in New Orleans. I've already marked my calendar and set a countdown um, to the number of days until I get to go back. But wait, wait, wait! Where will we be next? Well, um, since you ask, maybe by the time that people listen to this, the ABA annual conference at the Omni in Nashville again, kind of our old digs, we get to go back and see some of the same uh, people. Just couldn't get enough. Going back for one of them second helpings. We couldn't get enough. They couldn't get enough. That's um, you know that's when you know you have a great partnership. Uh, glad to show back up to the... Or either slim pickings. But either way. <laughs> hey. But either way. I'll take any invitation I can get. But I'm looking forward to talking to some folks at the annual conference. Uh, here we've got a great lineup. and you Astronauts. Guys, astronauts. They have an astronaut. Astronauts and astronaut are not the same thing. It's just one. So who is the astronaut? Uh, I believe it's uh, Scott is his last Kelly? name. Kelly? Yeah. Scott yeah, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think he was on the International Space Station. Yes, we're, we're not personal friends, one day but, when, I, but I know of him. One day when we can afford fact checkers, we will make sure and have that ready beforehand. Yes, exactly. What are we going to talk about today, John? What? So if you hear this, because we don't know the order that we're going to post these, we might have already been to Nashville again. But and it if was not, awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. And we might be doing our encore. But if not, and you're listening today, we're going to talk about what I think are the most annoying yet somewhat effective, they are, is, tactics in marketing. I'm going to talk about the one and the only Billboard. Outdoor advertising. Billboard and outdoor advertising. You know, Lamar and what are the other Clear ones? Clear Channel. Clear Channel and, and others. CBS and all these and other ones. And if you want to pay there. us, we will mention you as well. Yes. And uh, the. Now, I don't know if anybody's caught with this running theme is that we will accept sponsors. Oh, yeah. So we, we can't. Look, we've got to get that fact checker in here. Hey, when we get four to 500 listeners every day, we need a fact checker to make sure that we're four, being honest. Four to 500. <laughs> all right. So. Billboards. billboards. First thing I'm going to say about billboards, Jinx, is that uh, number one is don't call a billboard rep because they'll call you 5,000 times in a row afterwards. Is yeah. that is that fair? L- let's say that they are very... <laughs> is that a positive note to begin de- with? <laughs> that they are very diligent. They are very good salespeople. They, um, you know, I, I think the word is persistent. Persistent. They are persistent. Um, I will tell you this. I, have n- I don't remember ever being cold called 
by an outdoor rep, though. Like just showing up out of the blue like some other reps. I call it hot call because they call a lot. It's in the hot water. But no, I don't I don't remember ever having somebody contact me out of the blue. But I'm very persistent once you once you ask some questions, which I guess that's their job. So Yeah, no, they they get paid off their uh, commission. So God bless them, and hopefully they make a good commission and do well. And, and don't blame them for calling because they're trying to get that business. Let's talk about billboards first. Do we want to? You you tell me. Do we want to go in with the material of the billboard, or do we want to talk about the messaging? Because there are differences. You know, one thing I would throw in before we jump into that, I'll give you a little bit of history. You know, about billboards, or, or just thinking through some of it is one of the grandfathers, great grandfathers now maybe of advertising, David Ogilvy actually wanted billboards removed from the landscape. He thought they were a blight. From that time, it was the repetitive billboards, is, you know, that message as you're driving down, the Burma Shave message, if you've ever heard or seen of those. Those were very clever billboards. I'm just going to give full disclosure before we start as well, is that I'm not exactly neutral on billboards, but I'm not exactly positive either. I do believe that billboards have a definite value in the fact, especially static billboards. And we need to talk a little bit about how it's moving from static to digital and how that's a trend. But you can't tune the things out. If you drive by them every day, and if you can fit the right message, which obviously we'll get to on there, um, you're getting a pretty good repetitive impression. You're driving by, this is my problem with it. I see a lot of, and the biggest use that I see, and maybe these are the markets we're in in the, in the Mid-South, is a lot of trial lawyers use billboards. And I understand why, because they're effective for them, but they put the same message over and over on this billboard. And I think that's what works is they're repetitively putting their face, their phone number, and name in front of everyone that drives by. The mistake I see is when people try to change billboards over and over, they have different ones, they just have a picture, and then the writing or the font is so small. How long do you have to see it driving by? What's your average? Four seconds at 400 feet is the general rule of thumb about billboards. There's some great resources that I will try to remember. Producer, please help me remember this, to put links in the uh, description where um, you can test a visual. But, man, people just try to put too much stuff into a billboard so many times, or it's just confusing. Um, what's the guy, Alex Sunarajasha? You know what I'm talking about? This yes. guy's everywhere. He put a billboard in my living room. I got home the other day, and then there's an Alex, whatever his last name. I'm kidding, but I mean, I'm not surprised. I think he has 18 letters in his name and 16 syllables. I don't know, but I can't pronounce the guy's name, but um, we're giving him free play. Actually, I'm purposefully not giving him free play on this. <laughs> if I did know how to pronounce your name, Mr. Whatever, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell you because I'm tired of seeing your billboards, but you're probably an attorney. I mean, you are an attorney, and you could probably find a way well, to. He, I've asked about him before. He has a rotator deal where when there's an, he pays a huge fee. Because I ask about this for banking and other business advertising, he pays a huge fee. And whenever there's an opening, he's kind of like the default billboard. They like throw him distress space. Yeah, they just throw it up. And there's either a lot of it going on, or either he's paying so much that they really take a a premium to get him off the billboard. Right. And that's good for him. It works for him. No, it, it's no, great it, advertising. It's actually, I mean, look, I, I w- we wouldn't be talking. There's no one else that I would would talk about on this that I would believe was ubiquitous where most of our listeners have probably seen one of his billboards. He's doing a great job of, uh, of owning the medium, which is something we both believe in, is if you're going to participate in the medium, absolutely own it, which is why I'm a fan of static billboard, because you're not sharing that that 60 seconds with four or five other people or 
six to eight other people. But digital's so cool. It's cool. It's trendy. You know, those things pop up at great intersections, and several cities are changing them out so they can sell the same inventory. One thing I would invite um, possibly someone to challenge me on is, what is the why is it why does it cost more? I mean, that's one thing I would put out to any of the vendors in Billboard is why does it cost more for that? Why is it a premium for eight seconds um, of shared space with other people? It costs more than a static billboard many times. I don't understand why. Uh, I think it's because they put them up at more expensive intersections. Their traffic count is probably. I think it's because the equipment costs more and equipment divided by mo- moment run. But anyway, billboards. We're generally positive on. I'm positive on them. I'm positive on them. Messaging is the problem. It, it is. If you think you're going to put, I don't know, whatever type font from 400 feet away at four seconds you're going to have, but if you think you're going to put a phone number up there and get a bunch of phone calls, if it's small, now if, if the whole billboard is just a phone number, no, qu- I won't question you Especially at all. if you have a memorable number, but the mnemonic, actually remembering a phone number, we get into this argument with our other clients I don't know, not all the time. I mean, hopefully now we carry enough whatever that we can convince our clients that we're right. But, you know, a domain versus a phone number. You're going to remember a domain much more likely than you are than seven to ten numbers. Bankers, I think the other deal is is we tend to want to put the local people up there, put your bankers up there. Well, the thing is, those bankers are working for the next bank next week, and those bankers at the bank from next week are now working at your bank this week because it's just a circle of talent, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. People have to get paid and get promotion and and find ways to get paid more, but putting the faces up there, good for maybe an announcement or two, but I think if unless the person has a contract that they're bound to stay with that bank, uh, we always kind of joke it's the kiss of death. You put that person up there three days later, hey, I'm going over to – XY bank across the street because they're doing something else and and you're going oh well I've just billboarded you all over town to build you some brand ID with my company. Well, and what we're talking around here is brand. I mean that's really what we're talking. We're talking about you know a billboard is for a brand message. It's not a direct response medium. You're not going to unless you're giving away free whatevers. You're not going to get calls. And then we're talking about putting the face of the banker up. You have to ask yourself, four seconds at 400 feet, is that banker's face well-known enough? And I would dare say that there are examples in smaller communities where a banker might be well-known enough that it's a coup to move that banker over. And here's Mr. or Mrs. whatever, God's gift to banking. But we're talking about branding. Is, Is your brand that guy's or gal's face? Is it your phone number or is it something else? When you have the ability to own a repetitive message in a fixed location, what are you going to put on there? And it's not – it has to be branding. Well, my my opinion on it is if you're not the number one or number two market share bank – and by the way, if you don't know to do that, go to FDIC.gov. Hey, I'm advertising for the government. FDIC.gov. Look up your market share in your city or county. It's really easy to do. If you're not one, two, or maybe three, you can shoot errors at me as much as you want. But I'm saying you're going logo and tagline because awareness has to be the start of getting market share. If if people don't know who you are, they're not going to bank with you. So you got to start with logo, tagline. I wouldn't even worry about phone number. Maybe web address because if you drive by and you see something, something, bank, whatever, you might be able to remember that. You know, putting Facebook, Twitter logos, all that, but you're just crowding it. Just – 
just stop with the crowding. Make it clean. Logo, tagline, let it go. Yeah. Once you know you've got some market share, you've got some name ID, then you can start, hey, putting up a phone with a check sliding through it if it's digital. Or you can put up a, a picture of you know new hours or something but that's, that's convenient to the customer. But if they literally don't know who you are, if you're 14th in market share in a, in a community that's oversaturated with banks, why are you putting up anything other than your name and your tagline? Well, and that's important. Too. Again, we're talking about brand. Brand isn't just logo. Uh, you know, your tagline's an important part of that, the feeling that you get. Maybe you're a commercial bank. You might want your imagery that your logo's on top of to match that, or if you're a mortgage bank. I mean, this is pretty rudimentary stuff, you would think, but I see so many people screwing up that I feel like I need to tell all of you this. You know, another, like, I guess, quick tip is, um, as John mentioned, your tagline Maybe you can make that into a vanity domain. You keep your regular domain and you forward, you know, we're the best bank.com to that. So you can kind of get a two for one on your element. One of the tactics we use internally is no more than four elements, which four seconds at 400 feet, I guess we could call it the rule of fours. So we need one more rule to make it four by four by four by four. But anyway, there's four corners to most Four corners. Each corner should be represent one of the fours. Yes. We'll figure out how to shoehorn that in better, but no more than four elements. And the fewer elements you can get on a billboard, the more likely those elements will be remembered. True. True debt, as they say. So I've got my billboard. Uh, how long do I run it? Well, I mean, some people say, oh, oh, year, just have it up there. Or we'll do a three-month rotator. I love the you got to hear the Southern make fun of I do. The rotator. We're going to do a three-month rotator for you. Yeah, if you don't know what a rotator is, um, you can – Buy a location and then move it somewhere else. Typically, it's a vinyl billboard that's wrapped around a smaller um, poster-sized billboard, and they can just get, it's kind of like a fitted bed sheet. By the way, who can fold those? We won't get into that. That's for another podcast. But they move that from one location to another. So you're not really getting any um, repetitive sight. If you get a good location, I think you need to get a contract on You need to negotiate fiercely and get – and, and, and get that contract and stay up there as long as your budget will allow. If it's good, if you know you're outside a fantastic target subdivision, absolutely um, keep that billboard up for as long as you can afford it. We're talking about building name ID, building brand identification with that name ID. So why wouldn't you run it? I mean, if there was a reason to buy it for three months, I think you should stay up there all year long. That's my take. As long as you got the budget. As long as you have the budget. And here's another one that I'll throw out there. There may have been or may not a bank that I work with that had another bank buy a billboard that was right above one of our branches. And you talk about the manager of the bank because they have their local money. Well, that's too expensive. I'm not going to pay for that. I'm not going to buy that. That's just dumb. We have a big sign. We have a pylon sign right outside of it. We have a tombstone sign on the other side. Why, why do we need that billboard? Oh, well, then bank down the street goes and buys it. Yep. And now, now they're advertising to your customers that are frustrated or coming to open an account right above your branch. That's a slick and good move on the yeah. other bank, and it's a bad, it's a it's a short sighted move. By the well, we have a sign. Why do we need the billboard? Well, budgets are one thing. If you can't afford it, you can't afford it. But if you can, I hate to say it, you got to get that billboard, or at least, or at least pay someone to keep yeah. other banks out of it. Yeah, who wins? Who wins the Super Bowl? Team with the best defense. So sometimes you have to make that defensive maneuver and, um, you know, do the Von Miller of um, mm-hmm. billboard acquisition. Keep them out of your end zone.
saw a great billboard advertisement. It was, uh, I believe it was, was it Audi and uh, BMW? Have you seen that one? I have it. Where uh, Audi put a, there were two dealerships, because car dealerships are always right beside each other. I mean, go down to any town, it's they're all auto dealer row. And Audi, am I saying that correctly? Audi. Why am I saying Audi? Because you, you don't own one. Because I don't own one, because I can't afford one. Anyway. I don't either, for full disclosure. But... Audi, but he can pronounce it though. If you want, if you would like to. I don't really care. I'll mispronounce Sponsor the Marketing Money Podcast. I'll I will, mispronounce anything. I will drive an A6 gladly. I'll, I will mispronounce anything and, and not even afraid. To, I'm fact not even checker. afraid to mispronounce See, a word. See, we can get a, a twofer there. We could get a fact checker and I could get an Audi. That's and true. And you could get an Audi. And, and an any or an Audi. Or you could go to Aldi and um, get an any. And, get, <laughs> and buy some groceries. Um, that being. They put up a sign that said, your move, BMW, with a picture of their car. BMW bought the billboard across the street and put checkmate, put a picture of their BMW. Yeah. So it was a pretty cool little back and forth, and that's kind of the billboard play that I like to see that. Uh, you'll have to go do some pretty heavily Googling, if I pronounce that correctly. Uh, it's juggling. Oh, juggling? <laughs> is it a gif or a jif? It is. The, the creator of the... Graphic interchange format, which is what GIF stands for, says that it's GIF, but I've never had a graphic. But that's peanut butter. That is peanut butter. Yes, that's not that's not a graphic. No, I, I don't get it. It's GIF. I say GIF, but it's, anyway, it's it is GIF. googling. By the way, I, I thought it was goggling. So anyway, if you want to go goggle something and you goggle deep enough, you'll see there are two pie companies up in the Northeast, I believe. Or I think, is it Kansas City? I, maybe I it was remember Midwest. This. I don't I, know. It was awesome. They had they went back and forth on this pie competition, buying billboards and shooting different ads across. So my point in telling you that is it doesn't have to be boring. You can get a good message. You can get a good story. Uh, a lot of community banks, you can play up a nonprofit. Instead of promoting yourself, promote the nonprofit on the billboard. Yeah, I mean, we work the bank that we primarily work with um, – John's employed by has a digital billboard. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> always. But um, there's a digital billboard, a very um, crucial intersection in one of the markets, and um, it's you know a, a nonprofit comes to you and needs a sponsorship, which the bank does a, a fantastic job of sponsoring. But sometimes you just are out of budget for that. But uh, maybe it's a small or new event. And um, can trade out some space, give them some space, um, a run on the digital billboard. I've seen people be much more excited about that than the dollars. Yeah, because it's promotion for them versus the dollar that goes straight to their calls. And the good thing for you is, as the bank, you cannot have just, or you can keep from just having the same repetitive, boring messaging, and you can trade it out, let somebody promote themselves. You get a lot of goodwill, and at the bottom, presented by with your bank name, and so. I would challenge you if you're saying, well, we have these digital billboards that are very uh, interchangeable with messaging. You can change it up to a couple minutes, depending on your rep and where it is and how quickly they can. Use use some nonprofit messaging. Use something other than just the static billboard that's going to sit there for three months or four months and come down, and then the event might be over with. But if you use digital, use it to promote something else besides your bank because, haven't been, you can just change it right back. Yeah, and, you know, in this, I see the, another problem, or, or probably one of the bigger problems, other than just trying to jam-pack too much stuff onto one billboard, is just confusing messaging. And I can't give examples without calling out some specific financial institutions, but I will say this one because I, I see it generally as I travel. And that, guys, unless you're actually selling ceramic piggy banks, 
Don't put it on the billboard. Nobody needs a piggy bank. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that I may actually use that against or for one of you listening to this at some point, but nobody wants a piggy bank. And I see piggy banks, whether it's standalone shot or somebody like a little 14-year-old girl that's not a, anybody's bank customer on a billboard with a piggy bank. Please, let, let's, let's kill the piggy banks. We're, we're much more sophisticated that, than that right now. I think that's probably one of the worst images I, I regularly see on billboards. Hashtag no more piggy banks. Kill the piggy. Kill, kill the piggy.com. Yeah, I knew we didn't run that as a campaign. It'd be really good. Yep, except for I like bacon. But that's another story altogether. I don't know that piggy banks produce bacon. You said kill the piggies. Yeah. We have uh, bantered a little while about billboards. Let me close this thing out for you with some rules because I always like to give the old tactical takeaways, which I can pronounce that. Uh, one, four seconds at 400 feet. Josh, elaborate. You don't have long to see a complicated message. Try to keep your um, elements down to four so your brain can absorb those four messages as you're driving the speed limit, but quickly. Also, to that point, simple messaging, the old kiss, keep it simple, stupid. When you are putting your message up there, it may just need to be logo, bank name, and tagline. It may need to be a website. It may need to be a picture of a mobile phone with your bank inside of it, logo and, and name to remind folks that's what you have. Uh, don't get all fancy and try to put, as Josh said, four messages. I think that might even be too much. Don't just Well, when I say four elements, simple. four elements, not four messages. Color, word. Tagline, yeah, yeah, image, yeah. So keep it keep it simple. Uh, finally, if you have digital, or maybe not finally, but the prequel to finally, uh, towards the end. towards the end, if you have a digital, use it for other things more than your bank. Use it for community service messages. Use it for um, different advertising with something. You could even use your clients. Maybe I don't know what the contract is, but in other words, shake it up a little bit, change it up a little bit. Thank you for tuning in to Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. We will be delivering from Nashville next or maybe after this, depending on when you hear it. But anyway, check us out. This was about billboards. If you have any questions, there's a contact us where you can send us an email at marketingmoneypodcast.com. Once again, this is John Oxford with uh, Mr. Josh Mabus. I'm here. Saying see you later and uh, keep your billboards with four elements, short, to the point, crisp, clear, and clean. We're watching. Thank you. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mabus Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.